Jimmy, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm not doing anything unless I get a bottle of liquor from him. You don't care what happens. And welcome to another edition of Let the Liquor Do the Talking. My name is Cooter. I'm Joel. And this is episode 63 of LTLDTT. What up, Joel Dog? Hell yeah. It's, uh, thank God it's Friday. Yeah, but you'll be listening to this on a Monday. So. Going up on a Monday. <laughs> Joel, just from the camera angle here for the podcast listeners, I can see you got a bottle sticking out of your pocket there. You want to tell us what you're drinking for this pod? I got a uh, fat tire in my pocket and a fat tire in my koozie. I still rocking that Yeti koozie? Fuck yeah, I am. So it works for bottles too? Yeah, it works perfectly fine, bud. Nice. The flat tire or fat tire? I can never keep it straight. I never get it right either. It's fat tire today when I looked at it because I actually couldn't find it. I swear they change it sometimes, though. There's updates. What the fuck was that? I just put some stuff on YouTube. What the fuck was that? I got a two for going. Uh, nice. Yeah, just a couple of Bud Lights. Trying to trying to stay fit. And I've also yeah. got a... Uh, I didn't ask you about your second drink, but besides this, your two for, you got a, got a booze over there? I actually got a an actual drink. Uh, I got a cranberry vodka. Holy shit, Joel! That's very similar to what I got. I got a vodka and uh, vodka and uh, apple cider vinegar. Oh, fun. okay. Yeah, it's weird. I uh, I went for a jog after work, took a shower, went to the store, and I was fucking thirsty. So I went to the juice aisle, grabbed like five Gatorades and a cranberry juice. Well, so, yeah, uh, you deserve it. Yeah, I guess. Well, Joel, uh, speaking of that, it is today is the first day of summer, so we're going to do a national fuck all day today. We've got some bo- booze news lined up for you, and then we've got a big section on pop culture media. Uh, we just finished watching the show Goliath on Amazon Prime, so we're going to do a recap review, and we're going to avoid spoilers for the most part outside of like the first couple episodes, give you the gist of that show. It's fucking awesome. Spoiler alert! And then uh, Jurassic World Two came out this weekend, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that. So let's get right into uh, National Fuck All Day. Today is the first day of summer, Joel. You got any big plans? Uh, no, because it's already fucking really hot, and the days are already long. I swear it was. I thought uh, Labor Day was the first day of summer, or is that Memorial Day? Which one comes they first? Sh- uh, Memorial Day comes first. They Don't... should really just move it to M- Memorial Day. It'd right. be a lot easier. Because when you're when you're like in September 18th, it's not summer at that point. Once right. football starts, that's when summer ends. So they should just shift everything. It should just go Three from uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day, right? Right. And like where you live, it's always kind of summer. Right. So I get super confused. I need I need very hard dates, not fucking summer solstice bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, who what gives a shit about a solstice? Yeah, the flat Earth, bud. Hashtag. We, go, we already shift the we already shift the clocks for the farmers. We can just shift them a different day. Yeah. yeah Let's take cool. rocket appliances to figure this shit out. <laughs> um, With some Native Americans back then, they probably made some. Well, yeah, they uh, had, calendars, and that's what we're going by. Well, it's a Mayan sundial. I'm pretty sure is what's going on here. They talked to the spirit of the wolf, and now we got to have summer on fucking June 20th and September 18th. Yeah, maybe we should Google it. Google it. I Google that. Said you fucking blow. Uh, oh, that's the way I could shoot okay. that sound effect in there. Nailed it. Um, yeah. Other national fuck all days for this uh, 
since we record on a Friday and put it out on a Monday, we get the whole weekend to pick and choose. So uh, Monday, the day you're hearing this, it's National Catfish Day, Jill. MLK Day? Oh, no, 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 it's not MLK Day. Oh. Now, a lot of people are going to get confused and think we're being racist, but MLK Day is a celebration of African-American heritage, just like Cinco de Mayo or St. Paddy's Day. Like, you know, you get into the culture and eat some catfish. So that's our right. National Catfish Day, but apparently today is National Catfish Day. So get out there and do some noodling and fry up some nugs. I would suggest not doing that because catfish fucking sucks. Yeah, the older I've gotten, the it's it's terrible. Yeah, just go to Popeyes. That and or get some tilapia. Tilapia is solid as fuck. I eat tilapia all the time. It's really good. What's well, like? It's not really good. It's just it's edible. Right. It's a good. It's a solid fish. Solid white fish. Right. Uh. Then the next national fuck all day I have is today, Friday, or a couple days ago is. National Take Your Dog to Work Day, which is goddamn hipsters. Like, fuck out of here with your dog at work. Yeah, I know uh, my work, nobody brought their dogs in, and that's in Ann Arbor, hipster central, so. Well, you work from home, so if you had a dog, you'd take your fucking dog to work all the time. No, I'd close the door, make sure it walked around outside, not (laughs) seeing any me. (laughs) (laughs) Mojo fucking... My stupid ass dog actually took a shit in the house today. He was he's getting real comfortable at this new studio. <laughs> wow. Did you hit him? Nah, you fucking gave him a dirty look. He, he's too old to like yeah, if I hit him he might die. Yeah, he would he would die immediately. He's he doesn't have too much left, but Yeah, it's it's kinda sad. But yeah, I I don't know. I let him out to go to the bathroom, but apparently he didn't dump and fucking I came home and I was like, Yeah, it smells a bit musty in here. <laughs> And then I saw like three big fucking turds on the ground. The fuck? Um, but anyway, uh, besides National Take Your Dog to Work Day, I started making these YouTube videos for making, uh, doing beer reviews. It's like everything I ever wanted to do. It's be stupid on YouTube and get drunk at the same time. It's kind of like this podcast. <laughs> but uh, yep. I quickly realized that no one gives a fuck about me and people only like dog videos on YouTube. I just spill a bunch of beer on the ground and have Mojo lick it up and th- then do like a fake Mojo voice with it. Okay. Yeah, you you definitely got to get the the dog in there. Like, if you look at like if you search for Bulldog on uh, YouTube, there's like a hundred different videos, and all of them have two hundred million views except for yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So put your dog to work, Dave. It's been this last week of getting Mojo drunk on IPAs and stouts and sours and shit. It's fucking awesome. It's just like pro wrestling videos. Like you click on one and then you watch like four minutes of it. Then you see the related videos, Undertaker, Tombstones, <laughs> Mankind Through Table, Bulldog, Barks at Horror Movies. Bulldog. And you click on them. <laughs> the next one's like Bulldog farts and kind of shits itself. Watch Bulldog protect owner. Like, oh, I got to watch this. Bulldog saves older puppy. Oh, I got to watch this. Two hours later, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I started watching Stone Cold videos. What the fuck happened? God, why am I watching a Kurt Henning Boston Crab compilation? <laughs> yeah, so uh, so anyway, go to the YouTube channel, uh, Liquor Space Talk. Not Liquor Space Talk, that's a different, that's like a, that's about the galaxies and shit, but Liquor with a space and then talk, that's the YouTube Check it out. Uh, anyway, since we're talking about beer, we might as well get into the booze news. You are fake news. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program. I'm doing a straight armor right now. No, I got my carpet. I can't do that. This is the news. 
breaking up so get your shit together that's you bud okay perfect uh, <laughs> so i was on i don't know what the fuck i was on and i don't know how to credit anybody for this but there's a picture on twitter of this lady at a japanese baseball game and she's the you know how they got the guy that's like get your ice cold fucking beer here got beer oh yeah the indians games hey beer guy <laughs> yeah. ice cold beer beer guy yeah, they always have, it's always some, like, old cagey guy that's grown up in the town, and he's, I don't, I always wonder what their backstory is, like, is that, that, that guy's divorced with, like, a, like, his wife fucking hates him, got a bag of kids, and, like, his, his life can't be going well if he's working the, working the beer thing, right? I, I'm thinking it might be an extra job for a lot of those people. Oh, you're probably right, it's, like, retired cop or something who hates his wife. Right, yeah, because I mean, it's not that bad of a gig. You show up, stock up like an hour before the game. You have to cut it off at the seventh inning, so you're just walking around yelling beer, watching baseball for like three hours. It's not that bad. That sounds awesome, actually. Joe, we should get into this. Right down the grease board. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm quit. I'm gonna quit my job and start selling beer at Indian. Yeah, hold games. on. Let me just check. All right, I quit my job. We're good. All right. Um. But anyway, there's a. Japanese, like most things, are much better at it than we are. Like, they got toilets that shoot water in your vagina and shit, and ours just flush. Your butt's right. all shitty still. Well, the Japanese beer guy, it's a lady, A, so it's a hot Japanese chick. B, she's wearing a fucking giant backpack with a keg in it, and she fucking fills your beer draft on the spot. What the fuck? That's the beer guy. There's a little Japanese lady with a keg strapped to her back. Fucking pouring out beers. It's like the keg that you fucking break your back dragging down to the basement. No, obviously it's one of those little like Heineken shit bag ones, but still. <laughs> I could, we fucking almost died like three times trying to carry kegs into the cellar of this Toledo house. Put in the Mel Gibson kegerator. Just having a kegerator. It's a good excuse to stand in line in the basement and get drunk. <laughs> I'm just getting in line. <laughs> Do you remember? Practicing playing beer pong? That used to be a thing. We would go in the basement, stand in line at the kegerator, pour ourselves beers, and practice playing beer pong. Why not? I'm not saying it wasn't a fucking good idea, I'm just saying it sounds insane, like the, the way my life is crafted now. Right, yeah. But, I don't know. If I'm at a party and someone says I want to play beer pong, I'm down. I was, yeah, I got my 10,000 hours in. I'm fucking elite. Go Flacco style. Yeah, uh, I was listening to a Joe Thomas podcast recently. He said he was playing beer pong, so Joe Thomas, good enough for Joe Thomas, good enough for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then the second thing I have is, uh, this is actually like a legitimate beer thing. Since I've been doing the, the beer YouTube videos and reviewing beers, I've, I've gone into like a wormhole of actual beer culture. And it's the worst people ever. They're all fucking hipsters with beards and they're super pretentious about uh, craft beer and everything. But the cool thing is you do learn some stuff. So there's a new beer. So Joel, you know, are you familiar with like how beer is kind of like gone in waves? Like it's all IPAs, like maybe like a few years ago. And then now it's all sours and shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Well then like the next thing, the thing that's sort of happening now is called hazy IPAs or New England style IPAs. Have you heard about this? 
I haven't heard about a fucking hazy IPA. So basically, it's unfiltered IPAs that look kind of cloudy, and then they've been like spiked with fruit. So they all got some sort of fruit flavor, and they're and they're unfiltered. So that thing, okay. that's like the big thing right now. And then what's what's hotting on the streets right now, which I'm about to drop some knowledge on y'all, is the next thing is called champagne or brute IPAs. You know, there's like a champagne flavor called brute, which just means like super dry champagne. Yeah. Well, now they're coming out with dry champagne style IPAs. So they're like super dry IPAs that have like bubbles in. Okay. Yeah. Um, that uh, that Rheingeist Andromeda. Yeah. I think that was the uh, like the fruity IPA. Okay. And that okay. shit was really good. Yeah. Um. So if that's the trend, I'm all for it. Like, I don't like. Like this is an IPA. This one you can't see it because I got a variety pack. Right, flat but... tire is uh, the regular style IPA, like bitter. Right, but like the fruity stuff is is actually pretty good. It is for sure. Yeah, and so, it's uh, like eight percent alcohol, so you're not like a, a a pansy drinking it. Oh yeah, it'll get you drunk. But yeah, so uh, I'm looking into it, and you can't really buy it in bottles yet. So I guess. Uh, there's a brewery right by my house called Beachwood Brewing in Long Beach, and uh, they apparently have it on tap. One of these champagne brute uh, dry IPAs. So I will be trying that this week, and then I can update you guys whether it's fucked or not. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Yeah. So anyway, if you're listening, uh, try to find it in your town. You're not gonna be able to find it in bottles. You gotta find like a super trendy hipster brewery. I guess it has started. Or, in, it started in San Francisco. Or find a Japanese lady with it strapped to her back. <laughs> If you get goddamn, that's like the uh, the little guy in Diablo three that runs around with the money bag. You can find a little little thing running around dropping cash. That's super obscure. Like reference. Sanchez, <laughs> fucking Sanchez from Resident Evil four. What do you got? What are you boying? What are you boying? All right, so that what ends our uh, our booze news. You are fake news. And now it's time to get into the section we've all been waiting for: the Goliath season two. Recap slash reviews slash Goliath is the shit. You guys aren't watching it, you need to check it out. Joel, what are you thinking, man? Um, first off, like Cooter said, if you're not watching Goliath, if you have Amazon Prime, watch season one. It's really good. It's a really good show. Um, Billy Bag Thornton's a really good actor. He should be getting all the credit like Daniel Day Lewis gets. Joel, um, I was thinking about Billy Bag for a second and. I know nothing of him being a good actor other than his like least like prominent role which was uh like least actory super highfalutin role which was Bad Santa. Like super you know what I mean? Like that was a super lowbrow comedy and that's what I know like, him from. What was he in? Like Uh Sling Blade was like his big thing, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess that's right. what he got he that's what he got the uh Tony for. And then um he was in the one where uh um, he was in Monster with uh, Monster Ball. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm trying to think of. <laughs> the bald chick from that uh, Fury movie. Right. No, that was Holly Berry. Oh, okay. I feel like he was in a sex scene with uh, that other chick too. Maybe not. He might have been. Anyway, moving on. Billy Bags the shit. He's a really good fucking yeah. actor, and he should be in everything. Right. Uh. Anyway, so Goliath season two. Uh, watch season one. It's awesome. Season two. Uh, we best summarize it by saying it's like John Wick, except uh, instead of killing John Wick's dog, they killed Billy's favorite bartender, <laughs> and now he has to get back into the courtroom after swearing he would never go back again. 
exactly like he was like uh he goes he's a he's a raging alcoholic he's a badass lawyer though but he's just a fuck up kind of right but uh he was he wanted nothing to do with this kid's case and but then all of a sudden his favorite bartender dies he's like i gotta i gotta take care of this now yeah so i have a couple things to say about this season there's a lot of latino (laughs) uh it takes place in uh california something like santa monica la area and uh, we don't want to spoil anything, so you don't have to worry about that. But um, basically, we'll, we'll kind of give through the first couple episodes. But basically, this uh, kid gets framed for murder, and, and he's innocent, or he says, says he's innocent. And Billy gets wrapped into it because his favorite bartender dies and has to defend the case. That's right. pretty much the... And it's really good because it looks like it's going to do the predictable tropes. And it doesn't do it. Like, it steers away from them. Like, who you think is the... I'm not, I don't want to spoil that, but... Right, yeah. They don't it, ever... it, avoids a, it avoids a lot of the, the things like, oh, here we go, 2018. It avoids a lot of that. Right, right. The You think, oh, they're going to kill this guy off because uh, oh, he, he's like one the low man on the totem pole. And all right, this is the scene where his car gets T-boned and, and they kill him off. Or, oh, this is the scene where the person has a mic underneath their shirt. So that's how they get the information and bust him. And it's none of that shitty stuff. It's... It's very well made. Like I was, I don't know. Every episode, there's, I'm in suspense. There's plot holes, but it's it's extremely entertaining. There are some giant plot holes, and we went on Reddit to try and see if there was something we missed, or like, okay, like why are they even framing this kid for this murder? And uh, don't look too far into it. Just enjoy the show for what it is and be in suspense. And yeah, you get it's... you get really great lines like this. I think you've just had too much to drink. No, I didn't have too much yes. to drink. As a matter of fact, I could use a little more. <laughs> that's gonna it's gonna be a soundbite on the podcast for a long time to come matter of fact <laughs> i can use a little more right but uh other things i took from it is uh every character is banging another character just to get something out of them so there, there's literally like i don't know six main characters and every one of them is banging someone to to get some information out of them no one's just in a regular relationship right um see that and like uh what was I gonna say? I was looking at our sheet here. Stove liquor. <laughs> yeah. So at one point they're trying to sober up Billy, and his daughter comes in and and starts cleaning up his shitty apartment in Santa Monica and throwing away all his booze. And she opens up the stove and there's liquor in it. She throws it away. And then in another scene later, he goes to his buddy's trailer. And he's like, hey, you still got my bottle in here? And he's like, well, if it ain't there, something's wrong. And he opens the stove and there's a <laughs> bottle in there. So Yeah, so lawyers keep liquor in their stove. I I got a bottle of liquor in my stove right now. So that's Yes. Who who uses stoves anyway? Get a fucking toaster oven. Fuck out stove here. liquor is good, trunk liquor's good. Ah, trunk liquor's the best. Unless unless the caps are listening, then we, we would never have liquor in our trunk. That's not illegal to have liquor trunk liquor, is it? I don't know, bud. I'm not a I'm it's, not a fucking a... attorney. Like, Billy oh, is though. Billy will get us off if we get busted. The other good thing is his daughter ends up being a drunk. Spoiler alert. Uh, which is kind of cool that she follows in her father's footsteps. Um, yeah, she seemed like she'd be like that really shitty, annoying character. And right, we like want- said, they avoid they avoid the tro- the tropes. Yeah, we watch a lot of Twenty Four back in the day, and Jack's daughter, the hot blonde chick, would get into all these predicaments that would fuck Jack over and and just 
like she'd get attacked by a panther she ended up in some fucking bomb shelter with johnny drama like a bunch of crazy <laughs> bullshit and anyway, like back in the day do you mean last week <laughs> yeah last week when we watched season two of 24 yeah anyway <laughs> uh so yeah they avoided those tropes and just make yeah it, it's fucking great and uh other things that are sort of uh, overtones of the season is the guy from um, the the league is is plays like one of the the bad guys in it, and he has like a weird jerk off fetish with uh, amputees, and so uh, that became like a running joke while we were watching it. So we called stump jerking because <laughs> he like rubs this whenever they rub their stump, he gets like a boner and stuff. So that was weird. Uh, then he that takes really weird. he takes this one hot chick to to his he's he's like a billionaire he takes her to his yacht and and so that was called the beat off boat so they were doing stump jerking at the beat off boat and then he has like in his house this like secret area where he he can beat off to and so we call that the the jerk locker yeah play out words there but uh but anyway it's also oh one more thing there's a, one random episode which is super trippy and like i don't know film noir or something it, it seems like a student from like straight out of college or something produced it but there's one really weird episode uh it almost feels like filler but it, it's really suspenseful so even the kind of weird episodes are are suspenseful and yeah it's really good final thoughts joe you got anything you good we get on goliath i yeah i'll give it a a, a nine out of 14 which is pretty good yeah, I'll give it like a nine out of ten, bud. Actually, uh, yeah, you're right. I'll give it. A, I'll get eleven out of fourteen. All right. Well, check out the rest of the pod at uh, LiquorTalk.com. Uh, now we want to get into the final media section we have here today, Friday, or three days ago, Monday. Jurassic World Two: The Lost Slash Forgotten Kingdom will have come out. Uh, Joel, did you see the last new Jurassic Park? Yeah, with Pratt. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was enjoyable. <laughs> My main beef with that one was that it didn't have Jeff Goldblum in it. What the fuck? Yeah, that was the only thing I was missing. Uh, they had like the ra- like his like pet raptors and the T Rex like did a total baby face turn. Right, and then for some reason the T-Rex showed up and, and was like cool, even though the T-Rex was the bad guy in the first one, but because there was a n- nostalgia factor involved, he was cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it it was more of that, like, uh, who's that, who's the director that reboots everything? He did, like, Star Wars and Star Trek and... J.J. Abrams? JJ, it was just a big J.J. Abrams suck fest, even though J.J. Abrams wasn't involved. It's like that whole... You know, our, our stupid millennial generation needs needs that. Right. The member member berries. But uh anyway, it was it was a good movie. It was still solid. Apparently this one is not so solid, Joel. Uh it's getting fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Jesus H. And Gold Bloom's in it. Alright. Goldblum gets it up to 25%. You get an extra 15, 20% just for him laughing. (laughs) Just by having him in there. I thought that was kind of weird, but um, anyway, we don't have anything to say about this because we didn't watch it, and I'm probably never going to watch it because I don't give a fuck. But uh, the people that reviewed it on Rotten Tomatoes used a bunch of dinosaur puns, which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) 
So, nice. so like the first review I saw, it said uh, Jurassic World 2 is less than dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one from the Boston Globe said, this movie is a Tyrannosaurus wreck. <laughs> and then one from Polygon, this is pretty weak. It said, dinos rule, humans drool. Pretty basic. <laughs> I like this one. You're not going to get it on the podcast because it's a play on the spelling, but it says, this movie was not terrible, but they spelled terrible with a PT, like a pterodactyl. Oh, that's fucking sexy smart. And then the last stupid one was, the person was like, this was not a dynamic film, and they spelled dynamic like dynamic. Oh, okay. So you're, you don't think this is going to be the triceratops of the box office no it probably will be the triceratop of the box office but hopefully it doesn't get brontosaurus and have to go to the doctor yeah <coughs> fuck was that don't worry about it bud pocket beer oh shit pocket beer slam that straight arm it bud but anyway, fuck off with Jurassic World 2. We got a movie you guys should be watching. A little movie called The Meg coming out on August 10th starring Jason Statham. And we've got the we've got the trailer here for you, so check this out. Right, this is a little girl and she drops her ball. She's in an undersea scientific center. What's that? What, what the fuck was that? Oh, it's just a giant shark fucking chomping on a goddamn wall of a submarine. Let's get it, break that fucking glass. Come break it. Oh, there's a monster outside, you little bitch. Bring in the British guy. We need Statham. What you people discovered is bigger than we ever thought possible. How big is that thing? It was the largest shark that ever existed. A living fossil. Thought to have been extinct over two million years. Wrong. Wrong. It's Megalodon. He's king, right? Jason Sam doing his English accent. Shark Week. Anyway, that that was uh the the comedic foil is Dwight from uh, the Office. Black yeah. Why, why don't you just put a tracker on it? Haven't you seen Shark Week? So I'm thinking a couple things, right? I think first off, they're they seen the, all the money that Jurassic World's gonna make or Jurassic World Two is gonna make. Like, okay, let's reboot something. Let's do Jaws. And then Spielberg said, "No, nah, you can't use Jaws, bud." Right. It's like, ah, oh, shit. All right, well, let's do uh, let's do Megalodon. It'll be the same fucking thing. So that was plan A, and then plan A was probably to get The Rock, right? Right. But they were like, well, who else was in that movie with The Rock? <laughs> like Jason Statham? He's too busy filming the uh, skyscraper, and we can't <laughs> afford Vin Diesel. 
<laughs> and then they were like, okay, we'll call it, we'll call it Megalodon. But they were like, oh no, there's already a, there's already a movie on sci-fi called Megalodon versus Dino Shark. So we have to call it the Meg. <laughs> so it looks like it was filmed in japan like all the other characters are asian no they do that to get the chinese market so it's uh they sprinkle in some japs oh. and chinese people in there to get the asian market yeah so this movie's gonna be like number four all time this right behind like make- avatar star wars one and like jurassic well, world too well uh we got a big announcement here from the liquortalk.com podcast me and joel just bought tickets to go to paradise anchorage alaska to visit our stupid ass buddy davy <laughs> and uh I like going. it comes out on the day that we go to alaska so i know davy wants to go like fishing for zombie salmon and four-wheeling and shit but we're gonna we're gonna find ourselves if they have theaters run by fucking eskimos or whatever the fuck's going on over there sled dogs are pulling the fucking film out we're going and seeing the meg it's happening yeah and we're gonna do a live podcast in the theater because there can't be anyone else that wants to see this fucking movie yeah this is good this is a good one <laughs> like I don't, I don't know how jason statham's gonna do taekwondo in a goddamn shark movie but i'm that... curious to see how that's ham-fisted in there or and it's underwater how's he gonna drive a bmw into it he can't Boy. drive or fight a shark this is He's really stretching. I kind of want to watch the one. <laughs> well, we already watched the one, and it was awesome. I can't hit shit. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, that's our show for today. We gotta, we're going to get online and, and rent the one again on Xbox Media. <laughs> so, have a good one. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>